Hey guys, it's Michelle Collins. Welcome to the Michelle Collins Show. It's my show and I'm thrilled you're here. We're going to be bringing you episodes every single week with different co-hosts, the same usual nonsense, off-the-cuff humor, news, advice, pop culture. I know it's a novel concept for a podcast, but what can I say? I'm an innovator. That's what I do. You'll be getting episodes every week, but if you want to hear daily episodes, you can head over to my Patreon. That's www.patreon.com slash Mishkal, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I have co-hosts every single day. It's funny. It's loose. It's authentic. I do weekly episodes with my mother. If you're curious as to how someone is made this way, I highly recommend tuning into those and some video content as well, which is exciting. I'm off to contour, but I want you to enjoy this episode. It's fabulous. We adore you and we look forward to seeing you over on the Patreon. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Forever! Dog! Uh, welcome to Midnight Snack Part 2. We're doing something unusual this week. Um, normally, we would just continue with our guest, Danny Pellegrino, who's wonderful, and we have so much to get to. We actually had a cliffhanger from Episode 1, so there's like a double cliffy H coming your way because something happened. First of all, Dan Acton is here. Dan, how is your day? What are you drinking? It's fantastic. I'm drinking a beer called Wit. Now, is that a promotional can from the Emma Thompson movie? Yeah, I think so. This is her face, right? <laughs> I'm drinking it me. Uh, in the hopes that uh, it'll make me funny. Well, you don't certainly don't need any help with that, Dan Acton. One of the funniest, <laughs> one of the one of the true wittiest people I know. And that's not even I'm not even blowing smoke. Like genuinely, the funniest person I know for sure. Uh, come on, it's a what fact. Are you drinking? Um, I bought, well, this all connects because I bought wine at Costco today. Um, I literally texted Dan when I left Costco. I said something. That's the ambulance coming for me once the story's done. 
You're going to cart me away. Uh, I said, Dan, I have a story for you. And I literally said, I think we should have an emergency podcast recording tonight because I saw something today that was so funny that I literally was like, <laughs> I can't even believe what I saw today. I cannot wait. Okay. <laughs> it's truly insane. Okay. So first of all, um, so thank you, Dan, for joining me. I'm having some red wine. It was like $11.99 from Chile. It's like a Cabernet Sauvignon. It's good, actually. So I go to Costco because my mother, literally March 2nd, 2020, almost one year ago, bought a bathroom rug at Costco that she got for Minky to lay on her cat. And then when they got it home, they realized the pile was too thick for Minky. Like it was just not, didn't make sense. So she was going to return it. And then the pandemic happened and it sat in her apartment for almost a year. It was a $16 bath mat. And when I came over there recently, she was like, do you want this bath mat? Because like I got it a year ago, I can't return it. Yeah. And I was like, well, clearly you don't know Costco because they will take it back. Like they will actually accept the rug. <laughs> really? She was, and, yeah, there are people who return shit. They've, they've gotten careful with the policy now where you have to, I, I think you can't abuse it. You know, there's like a list for people who return a lot, but in this case, oh, okay. you know, she was good. So I said, let me take care of it. I'll return it. Cause you know, I love a return. I love having something to do. And that's to me what returns are. It's like, that's the second job for me. Sure. So I take the receipt. I go to Costco. First, I'm waiting in this long line at the you know North Miami Costco. It's a beautiful, brand new Costco. Huge line. Get to the front. There's kind of a cute guy with like shaved ginger tall, which you know I love. Shaved sides. He looked like the older kid on Pete and Pete, kind of like that vibe a little bit. Like <laughs> yeah, skater yeah. energy tattoos. All right. We didn't hate him. Very nice guy. I came up there. I said, listen, here's the deal. I'm visiting my parents. She has this rug. He didn't even care about the story. He goes, no problem. Two seconds later, 16 bucks in my pocket. Amazing. All right. I had to get a Costco card renewal. Great. I decide, let me go into Costco because even though I'm only here for like two more weeks in Miami, I want to get some water and wraps, other shit. I won't buy their chickens now because of the article that came out about the Costco chickens. Do you know about that? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. No, I do remember that. You heard about that? bad. Bad. They're bad chickens. So Dan, listen. (laughs) I now I have a cart with some water. What did I buy? Socks, three bottles of wine, some Chinese chicken wraps, probably the same miserable chickens, but they're not like on the bone. So I was like, well, right. <laughs> you can't see them. You're not looking like eye to eye. <laughs> yeah, it's not like in a Christmas story where it's like, you know, they just chop the head off. I was like, oh, as long as it's like pieced apart, you know, that's OK. Right. So I got these wraps, which I probably won't even eat. And I'm, I go to the line and the line was like massive. There weren't that many people there, but the line was really long. And so this really handsome, like older guy, really good looking. If you ever watch Shark Tank, because we were wearing our masks, he kind of looked like the guy who owns the Kind Bar franchise. I have to. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know who you're talking about. He's kind of like, well, he's they're all sitting down, but he seems tall. This guy wasn't tall, but he uh, was like Latin, but with like ice blue eyes. You know what I mean? Like he just, mm. oh, Daniel. Daniel Lubetsky. This guy looked like a slightly, it wasn't him, but he looked like a slightly older version of that man. Very handsome, well-dressed, light blue eyes. And we kind of got to the line at the same time. And, but I looked like shit. Like I had on like, you know, whatever, ASOS jeans. And he goes, uh, be my guest. And I said, no, are you sure? Cause I, and I, he goes, I'm in no rush. And I was like, I'm not in a rush either. <laughs> I was like, I'm also not in a rush. So anyway, so he lets me go in front and I'm just like feeling really self-conscious about like my ass and like, is he looking at me? Cause there was like, a, there was an energy cooking there, right? right like after you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My ass is like, I'm in a rush. <laughs> I'm not in a rush, but the girls are. <laughs> yeah. The big naturals got to be somewhere at three 30. So we got to, can we wrap this up is what I said. Anyway. Yeah. 
there's a lovely lady in front of me, kind of a, a petite woman, very, very sweet, like just there. And she has very few things in her cart. That's actually why I picked the line, because I was noticing what was happening with the carts. And she was buying. I didn't even look what was in her cart. But all I know is. <laughs> Dan, I'm standing behind her and she has something on like a styrofoam. <laughs> she has something on a I have not told this since I've seen it. And it's like been bubbling, been waiting to be told. She has like a styrofoam tray. You know when they put meats on like that styrofoam tray, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it has like 10 whole like red snappers on it. Okay. <laughs> like whole ones, like head, tail, like from the river yeah. or the wherever okay. they were caught. All right. And she goes to put the thing like on the belts. And the plastic breaks. <laughs> and there were just huge fish, like, all over her cart. Like, <laughs> the microphone is not picking you up. What? <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> the thing broke. The plastic broke. And all of it, it was like, and she went, oh my God. And all of a sudden, her entire cart was covered in loose whole fish. Like, <laughs> like all of them, just loose, like on the metal. <laughs> and I literally, I, I have never in my life seen anything like it. I was just like, I, I actually forgot about the hot guy behind me. And I went, I went, I went, oh my God. Like, and I covered my mouth. And then I literally did this, like, you know, in videos when people put their hands on their heads, cause they're like, I can't. <laughs> My brain, yes. like, I can't believe it. <laughs> right. And she's there and she's trying to, like, with her bare hands, like, scoop these fish. <laughs> and they're big. They're, like, they're literally this big. Like, I have a picture of them. I took one photo. I'll send it to you. These big fish. And she's trying to, like, put them back on the tray. And and I'm, like, vomiting. Like, I can't explain. I'm thinking, I'm, like, I sometimes, if I bought, like, socks, I bought socks, sweatpants, I put them right in there. You think they're going to disinfect the car? No. There was fish juice all over it, right? <laughs> oh my fucking god anyway so she starts like scooping it with her hands and i'm just i'm literally i feel so bad for her first of all and i'm just like oh my god and the yeah. checkout guy who's like an older guy was like don't worry about it don't worry about it. like i got it and i'm thinking by the way what's what am i thinking what would you do in this scenario before i tell you what happened what would you do loose fish <laughs> let me text you the picture and listener i will post this in my instagram stories what would you do in this scenario uh I don't think I would help her with the fish, actually. It's too gross. <laughs> so, by the way, I, I, I took this photo after she had kind of arranged them back on the styrofoam. But So this okay. is, you'll see at least what they look like, but know that they were literally all over the bottom of the cart. And then when the guy, so the, first of all, I looked for hand wipes for her because I felt bad. She was like, she was like wiping her hands against each other. And I was like, do you, see, do you see these fish? Yeah. Yeah. That's too bad. <laughs> that's too bad. <laughs> So I was like, miss, and I had, I didn't have any wipes. They were in the car, but I had like, um, Dr. Bronner spray, you know? So I was like, oh my okay. gosh. I said, miss, do you want some like hand sanitizer? And she was like, I would love some. So I sprayed her hands, you know, cause yeah, I felt yeah, for her. For she sure. like touched these fish. Yeah, yeah, of course. Right. No, please. You know, I'm the best. I was like, I, and she was like so sweet. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I, I actually, what I was going to say is I wouldn't buy the fish. I would say, excuse me. I don't want shopping cart fish. I want fresh <laughs> fish i wouldn't buy fish like that anyway but like well yeah it's not her fault, fault that the thing broke I mean, not her fault at all she, this lady could not have been more lovely so now the guy checking out is i mean he goes hey bobby i need a bag 
And like this guy, Bobby shows up with a plastic bag. And now the checkout guy who is about to touch my stuff with his bare hands starts oh. scooping the loose fish into this bag. I literally was like, what is happening? So now I can't contain myself. Cause I, I'm now I'm like, now I'm upset. Cause I'm like, now his fishy hands are going to touch like my yeah, wine bottles on. and shit. So I go right. now to the hot guy behind me who was still like ogling a bit. And I was like, <laughs> and I, and now I'm like, I have, you know, I have an in and I go, are you watching what's happening here? I go. And he was like, what happened? I go, her, that fish, look at it. And it was like, I mean, it was at this point, like loose bars of soap. I mean, like flying up in the air. I go, it broke all over her cart. And now look, he's like touching it with his bare hands. He goes, oh my God. We were both like throwing up. It was not the sexiest icebreaker, <laughs> might I add. But I was like, I can't believe this is happening. And um, and she bought these loose fish. But Dan, they were, oh, no. I felt for her. I'm like, I almost, I'm weirded out by meats. Honestly, you know that. Like I'm not yeah, a seafood person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish someone would have just gotten her a new one. I'm so mad about it. I'm so mad about yeah, it because yeah, she knows. <laughs> right. So then the guy touches all this fish, throws him in like a loose garbage bag. I swear to God, I, I should have filmed what? it, but like I felt, ugh, you know, I'm weird with phones. I swear. He put well, it in like a big plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she was in trouble. I don't think you should have like videotaped her. Well, that's why I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to like mock yeah. it. But it was more just because yeah, it yeah. was the most unbelievable. I've never in what is happening I, here. Yeah, I've never seen anything <laughs> like it. I've never just seen like at the Seattle fish market just whole loose fish just sliding all over the shopping cart. It was crazy. <laughs> I was like, what? And no one's going to do anything. And so me and this guy were like, oh, now he's going to touch our stuff. And we were like laughing about it. But also I was like, what's happening between us? And so. Anyway, I was watching the checkout guy and he did take hand sanitizer and he wiped his hands with paper towels. So I was like, you can't ask for more than that. I mean, at that point, like uh, it was as good as it was going to get. And then uh, and then when I said I like left, I mean, I only bought like seven things. And then I I left and I said bye to the guy behind me. I was like, bye. I waved and he went. That was fun. Bye. And I was like, bye. And I like ran out (laughs) and then I ran away and I um, was hoping that he would like follow me to the Costco gasoline line where I waited to fill my dad's car up, <laughs> but he didn't. Um, but it was a very thrilling, it was one of the most thrilling Costco checkout experiences. Those loose fish. Wild. Can you believe that? <laughs> I was like, I have to tell somebody. And I immediately texted Dan and I was like, Dan, emergency podcast meeting tonight. Cause I have to get this story off my chest. And I like, don't want to waste it just for you. I need to tell the world. What, I mean, have you ever seen like anything like that? I have not. No, no. <laughs> no. Just sliding around the floor. Literally all over. Not the floor, but like in that huge, massive Costco cart. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Also, it's like a huge package of these huge fish. It, it has I, to be I, I, 10. Oh, my God. Yeah. I genuinely have never been so nauseated. I wonder if it's a live photo. Wait, where's my phone? I wish so badly I had gotten them <laughs> in the cart. Oh, this poor woman. Oh, fuck. I wish I had taken more than one picture. I just felt no. like bad. I didn't want to like... You know, I didn't want to like document it. Yeah. Wow. Right. Well, so she got kale and mozzarella something. That's dinner, baby. You slice up some mozzarella, some whole fish and kale. (laughs) Done and done, baby. Oh, anyway, Dan, before we get to our guest, Danny Pellegrino, poor Dan, I was like, Dan, please talk to me. How was your day? Uh, It was good. It was busy at work. And then I uh, did a little workout and I made dinner. What'd you make? Um, Trout. I actually did make Stop. a, a big fish. No, oh, no, you're joking. No, 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 I'm not joking. I'm not a fish on the bone girl to begin with, but I'm definitely not a fish on the bone girl. After what I've seen today, <laughs> a 
I'll tell you something. After what I saw at Costco today, I don't know if I'll ever be able to use a cart in conscious. Like, I think I need to wipe the whole cart down. I was listening to, so before I got, I cooked this thing, I was like, okay, I don't really know how to cook it in the pan. And so I listened to this like YouTube video and this woman was like, with fish, you got to think about the two S's, stink, which is bad, and slime, which is good. No, no. It's like, all right, okay, all right. Wait, why is slime good? I guess it's like, it's, it's the, it's fresh. If it has like a, I don't know why she called it slime, but I guess you mean you don't want it dried out or something. Well, I'll tell you this then. This lady's red snapper were fresh out of the damn water because them shits were sliding to and fro. I mean, to and fro. They were lubed TFU. They genuinely were all, I was... I, I have never seen something so horrifying. I swear to God, in my years of grocery shopping, and I've seen some fucked up things, I have never seen anything as awful as watching this woman's whole fish just like, just having a time and the thing, and then watching everyone touch it and throw it in a loose bag. I was like, this is this one of the most horrifying shopping things. Well, anyway. Well, you know what? The eye doesn't catch the chef gets away with. Wow. That's I've never heard that. Is that a saying? I think that's a line from Faulty Towers or something. That's very beautiful. But the eye yeah. doesn't catch the chef gets away with. Hmm. Yeah. Well, on that note, I think we should welcome back our guest, uh, Danny Pellegrino. Big, please give big ups to Dan. Follow Dan online as a thank you at Dan underscore Acton. Literally, nobody deserves your follow more than Dan. I mean, this poor boy. I was like, please talk to me. 830 tonight. On the schoolyard. See you there. And he did. And so I love you, Dan. And thanks for doing this. I love you. Bye. Okay. Bye. Well, here's Danny. Welcome back, everybody. Wasn't that a great break, Danny? Oh, so fun. (laughs) So professional. Um, I'm so happy to be sitting here talking to you. It's such a joy. No, I don't know why we don't talk outside of the podcast. Like, I feel like I I have to book you to talk to you. Um, Danny Pellegrino, one of the greatest podcasters we have as a country and a globe. He has a show. What am I saying? Everything iconic. Um, it's a pop culture podcast. You talk a lot of Bravo. You have incredible guests. I feel like you're killing it with the guests. We're going to get there. Follow him on Twitter and on Instagram at Danny Pellegrino. We ended last episode one. Danny was going to ask me a question. I heard the breath go in his lungs and then I didn't let him ask it. So what do you want right. to know? I know we were talking about talk shows and I'm endlessly fascinated by talk shows in general. We, we talked a little bit about the view, the view, but I'm curious, like, who are you? Are you a talk show junkie as well? Like, are there, are there hosts that you look at and you say like, Oh my God, they did it really well. Or that you idolize, you, you know, in that way. That's a great question. I would say, um, I have been a talk show person my whole life. It has always been my goal to do this, never to do like, I never had fantasies of touring the globe, doing stand-up, it was always desk, guest, joke. And they're vacuuming outside, which is just such great timing. They vacuum here. Doesn't stop the roaches from coming out in this apartment that I'm renting, but they're vacuuming (laughs) here. Anyway, um, Conan O'Brien, when I was growing up, like middle school, high school, obviously was, you know, in love with him as well, sexually. But Conan to me was like just one of the funniest, most natural, smartest. Graham Norton to me is everything. And I, I, I feel like you must watch Graham. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, yeah. He's brilliant. Brilliant. He's the one person I think at the moment putting out brilliantly quick, hilarious, natural. The guests feel totally comfortable. You know, he's the best there is, I think. He he is a very interesting, a great way of making the guest the star of the show while also getting in all of his hilarity 
if that makes sense. Yes, it makes total sense. He's he's yeah. just and also the sweetest. I happen to know him a little bit. Very grateful. And, and frankly, it's cocky that I say that, but it's true. I feel cocky saying it, but mm-hmm. I do know Graham a bit. But you were saying last episode about late night and like my dream is to be on late night. It's never been daytime. It's always been when the sun goes down. I know they just put someone who I do love, Amber Ruffin, just is going to take over for Lily Singh after Seth Meyers. She's getting what I call the Byron Allen time slot of 1.30 a.m. You know, when they put him in the middle of the night. <laughs> but better than nothing, I would take it in a heartbeat. But from the four or five, I guess, main late night guys, I got to tell you, none of them turn me on. And is that a bad thing? I guess Kimmel, I enjoy. No. I just don't ever think to watch any of it. I, I don't, I'm not into it at all right now. I mean, I was the same where I used to like Conan, but I, I feel like all of the late night, they all sort of run into each other in my head, uh, you know, and yeah, I'll catch the viral moments if I have to, but yeah. I, I, I just, I, yeah, I'm not into anyone. I, I don't know. I, I also love a female too. So it's like, I'm not interested in all these men. It's like, I would love to be able to tune in. I, you mentioned Amber and it's like, I would yeah. love to be able to tune in the earlier slot and see a woman hosting something. I mean, I watch clips of like Joan Rivers when she briefly hosted mm. uh, at night and it was brilliant. And it's just, it's so weird to me that it's so rare for a woman to be in late night still. It's like, what? we're just going to hire all these Jimmy's and John's or whoever the it's fuck they are. It's just Jimmy John's left and right. I want to say one last thing about late night female hosts, which is another issue I have. And I posted this on Instagram is that, the only way America seems comfortable with having a woman host late night is if they dress her up as a man. Like if you know where I'm going, coming with, like with the tie with, yeah, with like Samantha B and it having nothing to do with who they are as people or what they prefer. They get that Bowman, Meredith marks, you know, gold button blazer, pants, pants jeans, t-shirt, Amber Ruffin, who I love. And she looks adorable on the show, but always pants and a jacket. Can't they mm-hmm. just have, and I said, I want to be able to host a show like Joan did in gowns. Like, why can't they have a glamorous, funny woman doing late night? And by the way, that's what gay men and women would like to tune in for is to see what they were wearing every day, every night to be like, okay, oh, look at that beautiful dress. I like that dress. I don't, I hate that dress. I like that. I mean, it's so weird to me. I, it's so bizarre to me. Like women are ruling daytime, but then for some reason it's like, Oh, we can't put them at nighttime. <laughs> so it's such a weird, we're going to look back on this time and be like, what the fuck was wrong with everyone? No, I know. I think it's because they are afraid for a woman to actually be funny. I swear to you. I mean, there are some women who are allowed, like, look, the Tina and Amy's of the world, all the Amy's like, you know, there are some women who have broken through and gotten there, but it takes so much trust. I think for an audience to feel comfortable watching a funny woman. And I will say that I've hosted shows like on TLC and things where, and even on the view where I've been funny and it just makes people uncomfortable. They assume that Mm -hmm. I'm mean. They assume all these things. I'm actually lovely and nice and whatever else, but they hear the humor and it just, it's like rubs them the wrong way. Right. Makes right. me nuts. Yeah. No, I see that. I mean, I mentioned in the last episode we did, I thought you and Bonnie Hunt were too quick-witted Thank for you. daytime. And there, I, there's some truth to that where I think the audience, for some reason, gets a little uncomfortable in in daytime, but maybe that's the nighttime issue. And I, I don't think it's right, certainly. Like, I, if it were up to me, I, we wouldn't have any men hosting. Do you want to help produce a late night show for me, Danny? I feel like you would be Please, like the right guy. Let's talk about you. What are you like? You're writing this book, Detours, coming out next year. You're hosting this incredible thing. I mean, do you have talk show TV in mind for yourself? Like, what's your end game here? Yeah, I mean, I'd love to host a talk show. That's always been like the the dream, the goal, and everything like that. But I, I have some other projects I'm working on. I do a lot 
lot of writing. I have a, a scripted uh, feature that I wrote that I'm I'm hopeful will be going soon. We have like some actors attached and wow. stuff. So uh, and a great director attached. So hopefully very soon I can Scorsese. You know, talk. Martin, what'd you say? Martin yeah, Scorsese. Scorsese's attached. <laughs> Is it a Marvel movie? By the way, I, I just I just interviewed, this sounds like name droppy, but I interviewed Juliette Lewis and she was like, she kept saying like Marty and like, she said like Leo and Marty and she was just like name dropping all of these people with like their nicknames and it made me laugh. I loved it. No, I, um, how was she, by the way? She was good. Yeah, she was fine. It was like, it was a, a press thing. So it was her and Mila Kunis together. And Mila is like a big Bravo fan. And so we were talking about Bravo and stuff like that. And then, um, Juliet's like, I don't have a TV, you know, like she didn't know. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. Which makes sense. Yeah, of course. Right. I love her. I've seen her live. I feel like I saw her in her band performing and she's just a real, she, we're lucky to have her. You know what I mean? She's just an individual yeah, yeah. doing her own thing. Can we talk Bravo a little bit? Danny Pellegrino, I need your Please. Taste. You know, I love it. Yeah. Which, which franchise, which city, where are we going for some show? Well, where I'm we going to be very upfront about something and I tried to catch up before today, but I'm in this Airbnb. I couldn't. I stopped watching Dallas. I'll start there. I'm, I'm done with Dallas. Well, Dallas, I think I, I was skeptical about this season. I'm enjoying it much more than I thought I would. I'm, that's not to say it's some like earth shattering season, but I do think this season has gotten better. And it uh, to me, it's much better than Orange County was the last season. To me, it's it's not bad. Okay. I'll say that. Well, I'm not or- saying it's great. Orange County last season was... It was like sludge. It was like television sludge. It was hard to maintain any sort of, was it the bad casting? Like why was it missing Vicky? What do you think happened? You know, I think there was a lot of things. First of all, they had just, uh, they had started filming early on in COVID. I think they should have waited a little while to regroup. And it was so interesting. I've heard from so many people who either worked on it or work for Bravo and stuff like that, who reach out. Cause they all DM me, you know, like I get, yeah. they, you know, they send me messages and they were like, everyone's so hard on the season but everyone should just be happy we like got a season but it's like the audience we don't know about the behind the scenes stuff we're just looking at the show you're giving us and the show you're giving us is shit <laughs> that's, that's all right. we're thinking about so the show we got was shit and i think the casting was so off the chemistry was weird i don't think any of the women actually liked each other i feel like they were just which obviously the the conceit of housewives is like we're throwing random people together and pretending they're friends, but there has to be some loose connections. And I feel like on Orange County this past season, it was like nothing. You could tell Shannon would never be friends with Gina. And we're having to pretend that these two people are in like a friend group. But and and that was just one example. But I literally feel like every single one of those people wouldn't have been friends with any of the other people in real life. Without a doubt. So it was weird. Have you had Kelly Dodd on your show? I did. I did. How like, that? yeah. I mean, I, well, okay. So I did this thing for a, a company. I did, uh, they, they paid me to do like a video thing with her, um, like an unboxing thing. And then part of the thing was that she, I would interview her afterwards for my show. So like did the video and she was really lovely and sweet. And this was, I think like one or two seasons ago when, I think we all were falling in love with Kelly in some way. Like, I'm not ashamed to say that. I liked her very much at, at a certain point. Um, and then, you know, things just went south. But I, I found her to be really nice and exactly like you see on TV. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say exactly and exactly like you. I was like, oh, <laughs> she's just exactly <laughs> like you. She, uh, you're like racist. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but she really has some problems. Sometimes people just... 
they talk and talk and you're like, I mean, in a way I'm glad because you get to see who this person really is. You know, she's not hiding anything, but it, it's even though I mean that whole ca- even brought uh, I think the whole cast was problematic but even Bronwyn who's like you know I'm I'm very liberal and she we I think a lot of us thought like oh well, at least you know Orange County is very conservative but uh, we do have this liberal woman Bronwyn going into the season and then by the end of the season it's like really <laughs> she's the worst too she was the worst everybody everybody was everyone made me feel sick and embarrassed to be a white woman you know, that that's a lot. Sure. White yeah. women are dealing with a lot of embarrassment these days. Like if you're like not one of the bad ones, it's just like, fuck, like don't group me. I'm not QAnon. I'm not into, I'm into not, I'm into badness, not wellness. Like I literally make myself feel bad with the things that I put on my body and that I eat and that I go out with. It's like, you don't, you know, I can't explain it, but I'm one of the good ones. I always want to have a show called yeah. CBS is the good Karen where like, I the like, good Karen. yes, where I like stand up. <laughs> you know, I want to talk to the manager. I went to uh, the cheesecake factory last week, Danny Pellegrino. <sighs> Did you and get the bread? I buy the bread at the grocery store. I've seen, have you, you know seen it? it? I have. It's not the same. Is that okay to say? It's not the same, but I, it'll do when I'm hungry. I did get the bread, and then I made the horrible error of having the brown bread first, which the brown bread really isn't that good. It just the it just wasn't as oh, good. Oh, disagree. I disagree. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, I ordered the chicken piccata, which is brain-exploding delicious, and I was with a friend of mine and her son, and they took an extra 35 minutes to make my chicken. We're going to get back to Bravo, by the way. I'm actually drooling thinking about this chicken. It was so fucking delicious, but... The manager came over. I didn't even ask for her because, you know, at COVID times, I just was like, I'm not spiritually there to be like, can I speak to the manager? I couldn't even get my finger up to ask for it. She came over. She was like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. That took so long. Can we send out a free dessert as a sorry? And I went, no, but you can give me this chicken for free. (laughs) Because that's what should have happened. I don't want a big slice of cake now. Yeah, they took the chicken off. Yes, of course. Okay, good. Good. No, it was nice. It's so funny you bring up Cheesecake Factory because literally last night I was cleaning out a drawer and I found a gift card <gasps> for the Cheesecake Factory that's been hidden in this drawer. And I just told my boyfriend last night, I was like, okay, we're, we have to use that this week because who knows how long it's been hidden in this drawer and oh. I don't want it to go to waste. So we're using it this week. Oh, no. By the way, I have like these AMC tickets that I got when I went to see The Lion King on IMAX and the projector broke and everyone freaked out for 45 minutes sitting in the dark. It was a mess. They expired. I can't even use these tickets. I'm like, are they? It's bullshit. You have to make sure it still works. I will. It's bullshit. We had a whole, bullshit. we had a whole drawer full of like gift cards and stuff. And some of them we literally had. I last night I was online. I, I was like on the Home Goods website checking <gasps> the gift card balance of shit. <laughs> Home Goods is my favorite place, and I found like okay. a gift card that where I had 27 cents on it, and it was this like big printed out sheet of paper. My boyfriend was going to throw it away. I was like, hold on, it was 28 cents left on that. We're using that. Um, but there was a couple things that we had to throw away. Um, can we talk about home goods for a second? Please. My favorite place in the world. Oh, I love it. I was there all weekend uh, and I don't even live here and I go to home goods. I love home goods so much. And uh, in LA, you are so Nothing blessed. Better. You have the best home goods as in LA. Well, let me tell you something. I'm from Ohio and I, I don't look at it that way. I do think maybe better than New York, but the home goods in Ohio, it's a Mecca. The one where near where I grew up, Michelle, you would die. It's literally, it. the aisles are clear and clean and wide and there's a, a good amount of people there. Like it's, there's people shopping, but it's not like you're running into people. It's humongous. They're, it's always attached to a TJ Maxx or a Marshalls even, which to be able to go both back to back is pretty wonderful. I don't I, love I mean, those. It's, 
I'm controversial with the with the merged ones. Um, I like a separate home goods. I find sometimes the merged ones, even though I'm sure it's the same shit, it's like too big. I'm like, it get Costco vibes. Mm-hmm. So you know what I mean? I have to walk all the way to the back to look yeah. at beanbag chairs. Not interested. I want to walk in, plates to the left, jams and chips to the right. You got, the, I, I tell you what I always avoided home goods, the middle section. Why is that? Never go through the middle. I, I mean, because all the good stuff's on the end. On the ends. My main thing, the main secret to home goods, I always say to people is like, allow yourself time by the cash register because that's where I find a lot of the good stuff. I like the orange slices, the candies, everything by the cash mm, register. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I find that if I go in with like a certain amount of time, like I have a meeting or something afterwards, then I need to know that I have plenty of time where I have my cart up front at the register line and I'm allowing people to go in front of me while I'm searching those the things by the register. So here's a question. I'm about to pitch something to you. How is it Please. that you, Danny Pellegrino, and I, Michelle Collins, have not been hired by the TK Maxx Corporation to host a home goods based podcast, which, by the way, I mean, you can also do it on your own, but I would literally die to host that because it's, I spend all my money there. I literally go to TJ Maxx every day. I love it. I find some of the best shit there. Not always, but they should hire us to do that. Uh, by the way, yes, I 100% should do that. But I also have this uh, this dream of doing like a home goods talk show where yes. it'd be like, you know, we redecorate someone's dorm room using only home goods stuff. And then we make a, a, somebody comes on and cooks using like the oils or something found in the, like we do it in the store, the cooking, like there could be a whole talk show theme behind it but yes i think home goods was like don't you feel like home goods has like a culture too like in the same way that bravo has this fan base uh, of like uh, where it's it's almost like a a comic con or or bravo con (laughs) i feel like home goods fans are the same level of obsessed we need to have a home goods con where everyone's in like live laugh love t-shirts and like holding horrible art because i know i know the good shit at home goods and the bad shit the art at home goods needs help. They need, I'll tell you the right. shit they need help with. Some good mirrors, bad lighting. I've never bought a lamp from home goods. I've never bought art from there except for one Corgi painting. I don't want to talk about it. Um, but they, the sheets are amazing. Uh, and I have a friend, I won't say for a company who works at a major brand, like for bedding and also clothing. I won't say the name who has told me it's the same sheets there as at Bloomies, as at Macy's, that it's all from the same pool. It's not like old discount sheets, Um, but they're a quarter of the price at HomeGoods. It is just my happiest place. I'm sure I've told the story before. I had a whole thing where I found Rosenthal China. This was when I lived in LA. China that at Bloomingdale's one plate was 78 bucks and they were 2.99, Danny Pellegrino. Wow, I got chills. Chills. No, listen, goosebumps. I wish we were friends back then because I I drove to every home goods, including Brea, where all the earthquakes happen, all the way out to Palm Springs, Temecula, North. I cleaned any Rosenthal thing. It was honestly like being in my own game show, like Antiques Roadshow style. The most exciting weekend of my life. And I still to this day use that China and it is so fucking gorge. And I paid not. It was like for free. And that's my best home goods yeah. story. I love it, Michelle. I love it. I, there's nothing better. There's <laughs> nothing like, better. I, you on. know, you mentioned. Yeah, go on. You mentioned complaints, though. I do have one complaint. Please. They're leaning a little too much into the Ray Dunn 
a little too much Ray Dunn. Ray Dunn. I agree yeah. totally. Uh, it's like, listen, we know we're blessed. We're at home goods. I don't need a mug reminding me. Like we are blessed people. A lot of like um, Easter stuff. I notice it's just like sad bunny, like ch- like little chick mugs. Ugh, not into it at all. The Ray Dunn has to go. Um, also, their clearance section needs a retooling. It has really, I've not been in one recently that has been remotely organized. It literally looks like the people just go and dump a bunch of shit in there. They need to organize it a bit better. That's how I feel. I mean, I also wish there was, uh, I know they do their seasonal goods, but I wish there was uh, all the seasonal goods in there, like separated by section. So I wish at any time throughout the year, you could go in, there'd be the Easter section, the Mm -hmm. holiday uh, or Christmas section, the Valentine section. Like that's what I would like. I agree. I also want to thank them for having a restroom in cases of emergency. Now let's go back to Bravo. People are like, what are they talking about? Homeless? (laughs) People love it. Everyone loves the home goods. It truly is. I, let me ask you one last question. Cause I'm curious. You have the choice. You can only go to one for the rest of your life. TJ Maxx or Marshall's. Which one do you pick? Oh, I thought you were going to say home goods. Um, I, uh, uh TJ Maxx. I'm a Maxinista. I'm same. a Maxinista. Same. I'd say TJ Maxx. Yeah. Same. Why yeah. is that though? We're a little fucked up. Yeah. I don't know exactly. I, I think that TJ Maxx, I don't know. I think of it as like a little bit of a, a, a step above Marshall's. I don't I know why in my head that's where it is. It's like a little bit classier. I don't know why. It The lighting is better. Some of them have a runway section. I completely agree. You've passed my test. And I like the color, the color of the logo and everything. I feel like I like the reds and the whites together better than I do the, the blue muted blue. Just kind of, I don't know. It makes me think of like that depression commercial with the ball where it's like, I love that. I love the that ball is guy. bouncing. I don't know why. That's, how yeah. has your, um, before we get back into, I want to talk Salt Lake City, but how has your mind been holding up throughout the pandemic? Do you feel, you said you had a boyfriend, which is exciting because you aren't alone. So that's something. How has it been going for you? Not great. Uh, oh. you know, it's hard, it's hard in general. I, at the beginning of the pandemic, I had a lot of health issues, like not COVID related oh, no. and I was in and out of the hospital. I'm fine now, but it was like, uh, there was a long period of time. And then just recently, both of my parents got COVID back in Ohio. And so that's been stressful. And it, it, it looks, I mean, I'm hoping knock on wood, I think we're on the other side of it now, but it was like, it was weird because my mom would like get better and then sort of relapse. And then, um, it was just a, a nightmare, a nightmare. Are, I don't know. Uh, they're feeling a little bit better, hopefully. Yeah, like my dad, got, my dad kind of bounced back quickly other than being like super tired, but my mom had like all the symptoms and luckily they didn't have to go to the hospital, but it, it, it was, um, it was just tough because it was like, I'm not there. Um, and everything's already so stressful and everything. And then it's like my mom's calling me crying and about, you know, everything. And so it was just a lot, but I, I think as of the last like two days, they both sound really good on the phone and I think they're good now. So happy ending. I'm Great. happy they're better. Um, let me ask this. Are they in the realm of qualifying for a vaccine in Ohio? Yeah, they were, they literally had vaccine appointments. And then when they got COVID, like they literally I were set up it. to get it. it. They were, I think two or three weeks away from getting their vaccines. And now they have to wait until like their symptoms are gone. And then I think their doctor told him, I, I forget what, when, but they'll be able to get it very soon. By the way, that's my greatest fear. And I feel like I'm in like the hot spot capital of the fucking country being here in Miami. My biggest fear is that we're so close to it being done and I'm just going to go to the wrong marshals and get it. And actually I had like a little red vein in my eye this morning and I was like, I have it, you know, anything that goes wrong. I'm like, I have it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I'm getting tested tomorrow. I mean, it- yeah. I, I was really feeling like, okay, we made it to the end. My parents had been safe and healthy and all of that. And then it's like, 
they had their vaccine appointments and they get it. And it's scary. Like, you don't, my, every day my mom was having different symptoms and it was, it's weird. Like, you don't know when it's going to go south or you're going to start to feel better. And, and even now I, you know, we're on the other side of it. I, I hope and think it's like, I'm hoping that they don't have any bounce back. I don't know. Ugh. I just want to be I just able to get everyone out. I'm sorry. No, we love it. We love getting bummed out and then getting perked up. That's like what we do here. That's my Ray Dunn mug. Bummed out, perked up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like coffee mug in the morning. I have, I have a Ray Dunn pen. It's like in my office. It just, I, I forget. It says like work or something. No, I, you know what I have from her, which is embarrassing in New York. Uh, it's where I so- store my forks, spoons, and knives. And it's just three ceramic things that say forks, spoons, and knives in it. But it does the trick. <laughs> I mean, it separates them. I watched Salt Lake City uh, reunion two yesterday. Um, everyone has raved about the season of Salt Lake City. I loved it. I feel like it eventually felt towards the end. I'm going to say something controversial, almost a little bit staged, like just towards the end of the season, I was like, Hmm. Okay. We're coming up with dramas like the Jen Shaw thing felt, I mean, is she really like that? I maybe honestly, how are you feeling about the reunion and how everything is kind of turning out? I love it. I've loved this season of Salt Lake city. And I thought the reunion was, has been great. I mean, part two of the reunion I thought was better than any part two of a reunion ever. I think like normally part two usually dips, but this one was so wild. Learning more about Mary Cosby was both intriguing, frightening, uh, a lot to take in like she's a lot but we learned we were learning so much and then the lisa barlow of it all oh, she's God. kind of stepped up in a weird way that like i don't understand exactly like i, I have various i think jen and um jen and lisa like went into the union with the truce with each other and they were like we're gonna um we're not gonna uh, go after each other at all so i think they had this truce and then um they decided to go after Lisa and um, or, or Meredith and Heather or weather as it were. Uh, Whitney and, um, and Heather. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Whitney has barely said two <laughs> words, but I like her. Whitney's sweet. She's, and I love Heather actually. Um, I think it really is an interesting dynamic to watch the other girls hate them because they're clearly like the most loved, you know, like it's yes, totally. It, totally. I think that's really what it is. Is that Lisa, Lisa, I, I can't deal with. I'm just not a fan. Meredith doesn't bother me even though the way, I mean, she's what? They totally disengaged this whole reunion. Oh. And that to me is so fascinating because she's not spoken much at all. And to me, it's so funny that a housewife would go into reunion just completely not even there. Like, I don't even think Meredith is, there was one point in part two of the union where she's like, I wasn't listening. Like she just like, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't paying any attention. It's like, how are you doing this? It's, it's fascinating. I love that about her. I, she really could not give less of a shit. But the one thing with Mary that I found, I guess for me, the thing that like troubled me was when she was talking about how her grandmother's sister and the daughter cleans her house. They're like her cleaning people and that she pays the rent. This is a woman who clearly numbs her pain with shopping. I mean, that just goes without saying. I say this as someone who I've worked on myself. I don't do it, even though we just had a 90 minute long offshoot about home goods. But I've been, you know, worked on myself to not do it that much. But even when I do it, it's like outlet shopping. It's not fucking Chanel and like these crazy brands. This is a woman who I think has a real problem. 
How did you feel about that? Because I it I really thought it was distasteful. I didn't like it. No, I don't. I, I the more I learn about Mary, I had heard all these rumors about like you know uh, the church being cult like and everything, and I just sort of zoned it out for the season. I thought I'm not going to go. I'm not going to read any of these blogs. I'm not going to learn anything about Mary. I'll just see what they show me. Mm. And then in part two of the reunion, when I'm learning more about her, I'm like, this is very troublesome. And even Andy and the producers, I felt like they kept going to Mary and being like, uh, tell us more about the husband or the church or whatever. And then they'd have to, they'd have to like cut away from her and go to someone else and then go back to Mary because it was too much to take in for the viewer. And normally they'll stick on one housewife. So they'll stick on Mary for a segment. And I felt like they couldn't because it would have been overwhelming to the viewer, to Andy, to everyone. So it was like, we cut away, we go back to Mary. Um, So that was all very evident to me. And I think they do want to keep her around. So they're trying in a way to, to not overwhelm the audience with this information about her real life. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure she'll stick around. I think she'll be around next season. But should she? I, I don't know. Uh, and I know my mom and I were talking about this, about how they all went on vacation and didn't invite her. You know, that to me, and I will say she's the only black cast member. Um, I well, Was there a reason given for that? Or was it just that? What was the reason for that? Because it did not look good. And it wasn't nice. There are rumors that uh, apparently they had filmed with one production company where, and, and this is all legend, but what I heard was they filmed with another production company. That production company got off the show and they hired a new production company who initially, I guess, uh, had gotten rid of Mary, but then the new production company <gasps> rehired Mary as a main housewife. So, so, even though I, I do believe she was cast at the beginning, but I, I think there was one point where maybe she wasn't, which is probably when they went on the cast trip. Interesting. And then I think they realized like, oh no, we need Mary. That That's what I've gathered, but it could be off base, but it seems right too, because it, it makes sense that all of her scenes were from her fucking closet. I literally, I mean, her closet is her bedroom. <laughs> like her closet is her entire mansion. It's, <laughs> it's hoarding to the highest degree of, expensive stuff. And she's such a little woman. I mean, she, I, I don't even think the designers make her size. She looks like a tiny little baby Olsen in like a Givenchy, you know, gauze dress. It doesn't, her look makes no sense to me. Right. Just saying. Didn't you feel like Andy was really alive this reunion? I felt like yeah. he was really enjoying it in a way that I haven't seen him enjoy in a while. Um, you know why? Cause it seemed to me like he, well, first of all, it's new ladies. Cause don't you think he also probably gets tired of the same women we're tired of? You think he wants to stay with those OC women again? Like, probably not. Um, So, no, he's, yeah, he's back. I feel like he's been good. Even Watch What Happens, like, has had good energy. Like, I don't know. Quarantine has treated people differently. You know, I I don't know what it is. Maybe his son, you know, giving him a new lease on life, as they say. Being appreciative, too. I mean, I'm sure at some, on some level, he's excited to go shoot these things. Like, I would love to go shoot Uh, something and get out of my fucking house. Um. But I know that you have a, oh, you have an out coming up. So I love when guests have a hard out because it's just such a fun thing Sorry. to say. No, I love it. <laughs> so, I'm like, what are you doing after? I like to ask. <laughs> you don't have to talk. I'm me. interviewing Trixie Mattel. From, You're kidding. Um, uh, Drag Race. Oh yes. my God. Please. I'm excited. Oh, please tell her I say hi. I was just tweeting with her this weekend. <gasps> oh, I love Trixie. Trixie's so funny. I have never met Trixie. I'm excited. Just, I met Trixie literally outside of the E building in LA, the one that's by Universal Studios. Um, she was totally done up the wig, the hair, and it was just the two of us were like, hi, and had a little convo and she was so sweet. And I was like, mm, love her. 
Made me laugh. Aww. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, I'm excited. I feel like Bravo ways we got pretty much out of everything. If you had to make a reality show, and perhaps I feel like this is a trick question because I don't want you to give your best ideas away and then someone makes a show. Sure. Yeah. Or I guess maybe a better question is if you had to edit a current show, what would your show be? Like you got to host any reality show in the world, not talk show. Do you have one in mind? I feel like you do. Cause I know I do. I, I mean, if I could edit, I'd love to redo orange County housewives. I, I, I would really love to move orange County to like San Diego or a new city and just recast completely. Um, I also would love to do, uh, in terms of the housewives world, I'd love to do a Vegas housewives. I feel like there's something very interesting about like the showgirl culture in Vegas. And then you have like the excitement of the strip and there's like a lot of seedy underbelly off the strip that I think could be fascinated for housewives. Um, so I would do something like that or, um, yeah, I'm, you know, I, yeah, that's what I would, would do. I don't have like another, I don't know. What's your suggestion? You have another idea. Like what's the idea that you're. Well, it's funny. Cause you know, last week, or maybe it was even two weeks ago, um, Chris Harrison got in hot water with that whole antebellum sorority party. And, you know, I, I was like mentioned to like, they'll never replace. Um, I don't think they'll replace him at all, but if they do, it's certainly not going to be me, but it was fun to be mentioned and thought of. So I kind of jumped. You'd be great at that. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, I jumped on the bandwagon, but the truth is that show, and I was thinking about it, that show, forget race. Cause they've already been so behind on race, but physically like they've been, uh, it's age discriminatory. I mean, even having Claire who was 38, it was like they brought in Jessica Tandy's body. Like they were like, oh my God, she's 38. Like they couldn't believe how old she was. Right. <laughs> and that they had the nerve to put her on camera, you know, when she also looked like 28. But the more I thought about and it. And they also edited, on. they edited every moment where she said her age. Like they edited it in. They didn't have to leave in every mention of like, I'm, I'm 38. It's like they could have edited some <laughs> of that out. No, it was, that was the whole premise because Claire was annoying. I'm just like, did they run out of single people to put on the show. And first of all, the truth is I don't believe they would ever hire someone to host it. That didn't look like a contestant themselves. I don't think they would ever hire a woman who wasn't a pageant queen basically, or a man who wasn't like a square jawed, probably white or even not white, just gorgeous supermodel. Right. So I was thinking what we need is like a bachelor for normals um, where it's, you have people of every weight, men who are perhaps bigger themselves or whatever, but they like bigger women or they like maybe older women. You can have it like, um, three different stories at once. They should call it the old, the fat and the ugly. I just came up with that. <laughs> I'd watch that. I'd watch that. And the gay, can we put in a gay? Oh my like, God, I yes. don't understand. I don't understand. I'm sort of new to the bachelor world. I haven't watched this Matt James season, but I did oh. watch the Claire and Dale season. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't understand because I'm new to bachelor nation. I'm like, wait a minute. There's been like a hundred fucking seasons and there's never been an LGBTQ season. Like to me, it's, does it make it, I, it doesn't compute in my head, like that they've had this many seasons and they've, I mean, they at that point, they hadn't had a black bachelor. It's like, what? Like, I don't even get, I, it doesn't make sense to me. It's, it's shocking that they've been able to get away with that, frankly. And I mean, you talk about LGBT. I mean, it's everybody, you know, I know it's an aspirational show, but the fact that their idea of aspirational are skinny white people is fucked up. They should, it's I mean, so another up. network, if they were smart, would literally bite off of the premise of The Bachelor and have it be that show for well there was an lgbtq there was a logo one, one. A logo what was that called like prince something a prince Char finding prince charming yeah or something. yeah it wasn't great but um 
you know, they, they should absolutely expand season. it. They, sh- they should, they yeah. should have given them another season. I mean, it was one season. It's like, give people time. The bachelor, the first season wasn't what it is now. Oh it's like, God. you got to give people a little bit of time. Um, but, but even aside from another show, like what the fuck the bachelor is a huge franchise. And at the last season where they did it at the La Quinta Inn, how much do you think that season cost to film? It was probably nothing. They could have shot, another season at the La Quinta Inn with gay people. Like, no, there but they been, don't want that. That's, no money. I mean, but don't you get it? It's like, um, they would never have any of these shows because the whole premise of The Bachelor is it's like the best looking dumb people. I mean, that is what the show should be called. The best looking dumb people fuck. I, then I would say, you know what? I'll watch it. Because it's like, well, we're calling it what it is. You know, but right. anyway. Um, but Danny, before we go, this is so fun. Yeah. We didn't even talk about below deck. I know. But it's I fine. loved it. I had a great time with you. Um, and I also like talking shit with you. I feel like you're like very diplomatic when it comes to shit talking, which I like. Okay, good. I try. I mean, I could, yeah, I try. No, you're I good. try to keep it nice in the words of Dorinda. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, do you have any upcoming guests on your podcast? You mentioned Trixie that you're excited about so people can look forward to it. Uh, I'm excited. Trixie Mattel and uh, Heidi Gardner from SNL is coming oh, on soon. Um, love her. And I, uh, a couple, I have some housewives coming up. Um, uh, Drew Sidor from uh, The Real Houses of Atlanta is coming on. And yeah. By the way, so my goal this week is to catch up on Atlanta and Jersey. Michelle, you have to watch both of them. First of all, the Atlanta season is not great. But this past week with the stripper is truly, I believe, one of the all-time greatest episodes of Housewives across any franchise. Ever. Like it's uh, Michelle, even if you if you can't catch up completely with Atlanta, just tune in to maybe to this week and maybe last week's too, so you can like lead up to it. But this week, the one that aired uh, this uh, yesterday, past Sunday, yeah. Uh, incredible, like unbelievable. Your mouth will be agape the whole time. It's like the best. I saw something with a map. Is it map related? I kept seeing a map on Twitter. There's, it's map related. There's a stripper named Bolo with the biggest dick in the world. And he, they, okay. So two housewives allegedly hooked up with him, but they all, it was like a debaucherous, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's like an unbelievable out. It was an extra long episode. An unbelievable there. Unbelievably produced episode of television, better than anything I've ever seen on Bravo before. Oh, I'm I I the second I'm ending this, I'm rapping, I'm watching it, and I'm embarrassed that I haven't yeah. seen it now because that would have been fun to chat with, about with you. But text me or text me or something as you're watching it. Just give me, let me know your thoughts. But I know you'll be like, "What the fuck?" It's okay, crazy and uh, amazing. Oh, I'm gonna watch yeah. it today. Um, can I just say this is such a treat for me to talk to you because uh, you've always been so sweet to me and you're so talented, and I'm just. Thrilled for all the amazing things happening to you, Danny. Really, it's it's so inspiring and exciting. Um, well, thank you, Michelle. I love you so much, and uh, I'm inspired by you. I think, again, you're the funniest person ever. So thank I, I you just, for having me. When Bonnie Hunt, I, and Danny Pellegrino have a late night show together, tune in. That's the future uh, plug. Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, but for I now, die. I would die. Uh, follow Danny at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and on Instagram. And of course, subscribe to Everything Iconic. It's one of the best podcasts there is, really. You're just incredible at it. He has, you'll come back when your book is out. You'll promote it um, and review him and review us. Go on uh, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, leave us a five star. I read all the reviews. They do make me smile. So um, thank you for listening. I'm afraid of them. I'm afraid of them. Oh, I love I, like, them. I can't read them. Oh, I love them. Yeah. Um, it's my favorite thing. You know why? Because I, I realize my listeners are smart because <laughs> they like write funny reviews. So I'm like, okay, makes me feel good. Um, Danny, I love you. Thank you. Have fun with Trixie. Love you, Michelle. Thank Air you so kisses. much. kisses. Bye, guys. We'll see you next week.
forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Midnight Snack with Michelle Collins is executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Produced by Tracy Soren. Original theme music by Gabe Lopez. Cover art by Ben Wiseman. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcasts.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcasts on YouTube at youtube.com slash team. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Forever Dog Team to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And that's the episode. We hope you loved it. Again, if you want to hear this show every single day, go to www.patreon.com slash mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. You can also follow me on Instagram, X, TikTok, all the things, mishcall, M-I-C-H-C-O-L-L. I'm running myself into the ground for content and I want you to be a part of it. So we'll see you over there. And thanks again for joining us. Bye guys.